Jobber Nation. Hello, hello, hello. We are back on Thursdays, ladies and gentlemen, back on Thursdays. As always, I am Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Mr. Black is on the live. She's throwing his whole entire face. Um, before we get into the episode, um, we do have a special call in with JTG in about, I would say, 45 minutes. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Um, oh, you just put it right on me. Oh, wait, let me fix this. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I just got to look a little decent because I'm coming from work. Um, what else is going on? This Sunday, TLC. Oh, shoot. That's what we should have did predictions on. Lord, it's been a long week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this Sunday, TLC, um, the last WWE pay-per-view of 2019, um, will be at Legends. Um, we are doing our second annual toy draw, so make sure to bring a toy. Um, it does not have to be wrapped, um, but it has to be, you know, either news, new or not broken, as nice as possible to say. Um, so make sure to join us. Uh, we have the lovely, what is the gentleman's name, Sir Wilkins, that is going to be hosting this Sunday. Darnell. Darnell. Shout out to Darnell and Capital Wrestling um, that will be hosting our TLC viewing party. Um, also, uh, what else is going on in the wonderful world? Um, yo. It's coming. Job and Tears, Scullies are coming. It's the coming. Scullies? Who's asking about Scullies? NBA Fiend. Oh, shout out, to, shout out to Pretty Heels as Sir Wilkins is rocking them today. On today's episode, uh, did you just put on glasses? Like this is my woke glasses, because I, I got the African medallion. But you always wear like that. This, this is the episode where like my woke power is gonna be fully activated. Okay, um, but once again, shout out to Pretty Hills. Um, also, shout outs to my girl Ariel Monroe. AKA Big Swole. If you have not seen on AEW Docs little clip, it was her promo. Um, I heard about telling her journey into, you know, signing into um AEW and no and I was just like taken aback. Cause my girl was rocking the Jabba Tears podcast shirt. Like, if you don't have one, the black and gold is the elite one. So you gotta really fuck with us to get that color. But once again, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Jabba Tears Podcast. You can purchase our t-shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees. It's been a while since we actually like dropped that information, but I felt like it was necessary. Actually, next year, we drop it in brand new shirt and brand new design. Colors, all that. Exactly. 2020 is going to be a little different. But once again, be like Big Swole and get you a Jabba Tears Podcast shirt. But shout out to my girl for getting her first W on AEW last night on a Wednesday night. It was by far the best women's match on AEW since the beginning. See what happens when you're wear, you're part of the Jabba League Club. You win. Start you getting win W's out here. You win in life, B. You know, you know, child to like Dre and rest of them. You see the only one that got the elite What did shirts? I just tell you before we started recording? What? Talking to goddamn oh, uh, You see how Dre and them, the rest of the Jabba Nation, got, you know, the golden shirt. So, yes. Once again, we want to see a sea of Jabba Tears podcast shirts um, at Battle Club Pro's actual show uh, January 4th. Um, so, before we do jump into our opening segment, um, what else is going on in the world? Of the Jabba Tears team, like what's new, what's going on, anything? Yeah, we're all good. Oh wow, you just like hmm, fuck it. Yeah, we're, we're good. Are you sure you good? Yeah, because we gonna start with you as our OMG moment. What OMG moment? So since Sir Wilkins isn't, you know, everybody. Wait, Mister Black, you good? Um, what's new with you? Um, <laughs> shout out to H O G. They had their um ninth. Um, annual oh show gosh. this past Yo, weekend. Who's that Sarah nigga? I don't know. We gotta figure that out. Sorry. I'm actually. Who is that? I know you know. The Ghetto Ninja. The Ghetto. 
Get on Ninja. I got to get him on the show, B. <laughs> you know, so we can play Adam together. Yo, shout out to Leroy. Yeah, trying to play um, nah, nah, Switch nah, 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 with, nah, 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 nah. with um. You have to understand. I've been watching Red. this man's career. So it's like, I've been going to Hog low-key for years because the first time I ever went to Hog, it was with um, Cody was on the card. And I saw um, the bro. the one um, Matt Riddle? Matt Riddle. It was Matt Riddle versus the bro. No, Matt Riddle versus the same people. Cody Rose versus Matt Riddle. Okay. Right? That's the first time I ever saw Matt Riddle. That's when Cody made that list of people who want to wrestle. And I remember watching um, Leroy. He was with Cashflow. Okay, so, like the, um, so the thing was like cash flow kept him like picking on him and stuff like that. And eventually, the payoff is he got the um the championship off of um cash flow. That was a great payoff. And then I saw Leroy getting like like he, he getting Aki out here. He getting cut up now. He got abs. Oh, I'm like okay, Leroy. Yeah, he's shedding weight. I'm a low key like a big fan of his, but I don't think he's low key. Like. Like, 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 I think I might mark out if I see him because I think that he's like one of the coolest. He's super sweet. He actually, um, he actually came up to me, um, at the Warriors show we went to, um, was it Warriors or Evolve? No, I think I'm lying. It was the Evolve show. Mm-hmm. And he walked up to me. He was like, oh, hey, you're part of the Jabatia's podcast, right? And I said, oh, yeah. Oh he gosh. said, oh, you know Wilkins. So I said, yeah. Like, like, he came up to, yeah, yeah. He came up to me and, and yeah, said hi. Him, and I told him, I was like, you need to continue to doing what you do. Yes. Um, and, you know, maybe one day we get you on the podcast. And he was like, oh, that'll be cool. But he's super cute, super low key. I don't know he's cute. Super young. I don't mean like cute in like a cute way. I just meant like, like he's cute. Like he's, he's cool. I like him. You know, like I feel like. The upside with him is he's ushering in like the new generation. Like he's ushering that new generation of like to like what I like to call he's the product of the new day. Where the new day usher in the fact you could be that multi black person. You don't have to mm-hmm. be what society tells you to be. You don't have to be the crime time. You don't have to be the prolific. You could be the henny god. You could be the cookie monster. You could be all different kind of black. The henny god possible. and the cookie monster was the same person. No, they're not. Yeah, it was. I don't know what you're talking about. They're two different people. Never, I never seen them in the same room together. Never. Fuck y'all. Never. <laughs> never. You never see anyway. You never see Mr. Black and um and Yardy together in the same room, do you? I'm looking at him. I don't know what you're talking about. This Mr. Black. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, let's start off our show behind Gorilla's position. <laughs> Ridiculousness. Uh, with our uh, OMG. Says, Tell my sister I say you're. Who? The Love King. Oh, hey, Matt. Oh, that's Matt. That's, 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 that's Matt. Matt is winning. Matt is winning because he's part of the Golden Jabba Elite Club. <laughs> See, he's winning right here. It's too bad. Like, Young Bucks and all of them already took Elite. I'd have been like, damn. That would have been kind of cool to do. Nah. But we can't do that, though. It's fine. You could just say the Jabba Dynamite Club. I'm not saying dynamite because AEW got dynamite. We'll figure out some. We can black, figure it out. We'll figure Don't out some it. like black exploit stuff gonna come up. <laughs> Anywho, you know, give me like a couple of a couple of weeks. You I'll take your time. Smoke, you know. Yeah. Best ideas come either yeah. when you're shitting, you're taking a bath, or you're smoking. smoking so yeah. it's fine. Um, but as I was saying, behind Gorilla's position, we're gonna start our, our opening segment with our OMG moment of this week, and it goes no other. I think you put me on the OMG moment of the week. I sure did. I put you as the OMG moment of this week because if you have not been lo- looking at Twitter, listen, and I ain't got no Twitter fingers out here in these streets no more, but my good brother over here, Sarah Wilkins, <laughs> this one dropping shit, Sarah Wilkins has accepted the Brass Invitational from Mr. Darius Carter for Battle Club Pearls, January 4th, um, all it's for all for one. It is a Saturday. It's a 2 o'clock show. It's an early show in the afternoon on Saturday, January the 4th. So we're starting the new year off where, Sarah Wilkins, you want to talk about your little acceptance of a challenge? Do you got over there? What's going on over there? 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Sir Wilkins of the Job Tears <laughs> Podcast. Just recently, there's been an invitational, the Brass Ring Invitational that we all- Sponsored by the Job Tears Podcast, by the way. Ironically. <laughs> um, it was been put out. And Mr. Darius Carter- Did you get Moose on the show? Is um, the one that's doing his thing. So I decided to step up. Oh. I think we're all tired of Darius Carter being number one, being the top guy in the Northeast. Top heel. He's he's basically the top guy. No, one of the top guys. No, yeah. he's. I, I'll put respect on his name. He's the top guy in the North. Okay. We have to put respect on his name. I mean, and, MJF um, stole his old gimmick. Whole gimmick. Hmm. Whole that's, a, that's another topic. No, all the conversation. You the white may be doing. They steal your stuff. They colonize your stuff. You see, the white may be standing. See, MJF stole Darius Carter. <laughs> Speaking to the mic, white stole his you. gimmick. You know, you see, you see what the colonizers do now. MJF's making money, but don't worry about it. Darius Carter is going to get his upness and be better than him. Okay, <laughs> but, but any, speaking but, of... But anyways, so to keep it short and sweet, I'm going after the throne. Mm. And, I'm um, about to go ham. Sorry. I just think I watched the throne. That was a really great concert, by the way, but... Oh, never saw Neither here Basically. There. And, um, you know, it's, it's game time. All right. So if you do want to see Sir Wilkins and I guess his debut... Oh, MJ is for Queens. I guess, yeah. He's from New York. From Long Island. Yeah, he's from New York. That I knew. He probably from like. No, he's from, I, think, I think he's from like Whitestone or some shit. That don't count. As Whatever. Queens. That is Queens. That nigga is not a Whitestone bridge. That don't count. Even not from South Side or North Side. He ain't from a story. I'm from dead. Uh, Whitestone. But anyway, you can catch I when I'm a, not assuming what you I guess trash, to be. NBA fiend. You <laughs> What I guess to be Sir Wilkins' debut match at Battle Club Pro. On January the 4th, so be there. Buy Tickets are on sale now, so you can be a part of, I guess, real history. Um, and we are also, once again, making the biggest announcement in Jabba Tears podcast history during that show as well. So it's going to be a really fun-filled afternoon. Um, might have to bring some mimosas, you know, to the show, because it's a 2 o'clock show. Um, but once again, shout out to Joe Keen and the entire team. Okay, no, not talking about that on there. Um, but shout out to Joe Keen and the entire team at Battle Club Pro. Um, always love. He's definitely not smoking with you. You can watch me smoke. Same thing. I don't think he. I don't think he'll watch you smoke. It's the same thing. Who wants to watch someone smoke? If I'm if I'm smoking knowledge, you can watch me smoke. No. Anyway, you know what? You know what? I should start. Can we start the show? Sir? We already did. You, you are the show. You was know, every Monday night call like smoking with Mr. Black and watching wrestling. That's too long. That is. That's way too long. Well, you keep thinking about it. Let's move on to the next topic. So, speaking about AEW and Swole this week, um, it looks like it has been a, it is a tie. I guess AEW and, and NXT was a tie in this week's rating wars. Um, so. Let's, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Like, I mean, I like I said before, I don't really give a shit about ratings. It's not really a big deal to me. It's really, you know, I only literally turned into AEW to watch Swole's match, and then I turned it off and I watched. I jumped back on to NXT. <laughs> but um, what are your thoughts on? I guess this week's episodes for AEW and um, NXT. Um, I didn't watch all of it because I got home late, but I went back and forth between them, and I they watched the end of the high, the, the morning, the early highlights. Mm-hmm. The shows are the same. I told you guys this. I've been telling you guys this. It's the same level shows. Like, I'm not surprised it's a tie. And then when they blew NXT out the water the first time around, it was because it was new. Uh-huh. It was brand new. And you're like, oh, shit, let me check this out. Then the people who didn't like AEW were like, all right, I'm going to go back to NXT. Okay. And then and that's it. It's literally it. 
they're the same type of they're, they're the same type of stuff. I think they're too different, and that's why I think people choose what they want. But I think they're they're, they're on the same level of quality. They're on the same level of quality, and Sorry. everybody has their own opinions on it. But they're on the same level of quality when it comes to it. Like, I'm not surprised at the tie, and it's probably. And then last week, the week before, I think they narrowly beat like I think it was like six thousand six thousand views or something views. like that. It was really. And then short. They, they wanted to like go into like the the more detailed part of it, like oh well, they won the um the uh, the certain like demographic demographic. They, the demographic they wanted to win, but who cares? It's still the same thing. They're the same type of product, the same quality type of product. It's high quality wrestling. Do I have my issues with AEW? Yes, but I still like it. And NXT has been phenomenal lately. Man, next week on NXT, championships are on the line. And I like the fact that this is crazy. My only thing is that sometimes, and I know it's 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 just for fun. I just hate the fact that they always poke fun at WWE, like low key. Like the Bucks did a whole thing on on being the elite of like oh they were poking fun at the ratings thing. Granted that they're having fun and stuff like that, but like stay in your world, like grow in that mm. world that you're in. That's my only issue, and I know people are gonna give me shit about like oh man, you know what? But um yeah, it's not surprising. They're the same thing. Yo, so I found it interesting. Shout out to um, our good friend Barion Smarks, um, who posted a video, and I had to watch the video like two, like three times to figure out what the fuck was wrong with it. It was like you know when you find Waldo, yeah. so it it it, it definitely was a, an a an attempt by the camera people, like production wise, they need to be a little bit more cleaner on certain things because literally it was the spot where um, Ortiz. Um, and the Bucks, and they were like setting up for like a chair shot, yeah. but ain't nobody was holding Ortiz's head, and he just was standing there, and you saw it like clear as day, and it was just like, guys, I need this, I need this view to be a little bit more different. But we so, all, but we all know that they have bad, they have really, really good camera shots, and they have shitty camera shots. They are so green on every level. But that's what. But that's WWE has some dumb camera shots too. Yeah. How many times I watch WWE? A couple of times. I'm looking like, come on, man, come on, they missed a shot. No one's perfect. No, and I'm not saying no one's perfect, no one's but perfect. I just it was. It I was just, too blatant. It was no. It was too. It was like yeah, if you watch too, if you, watch, if you watch it, yo, you're gonna be like, I'm not. What the fuck? Like it, it definitely. WWE, but, it was more of a WWE like what the fuck moment. That's how bad it was. It was like whoa, like it was blatantly still, obvious. It, it's, it's one of those. It wasn't a. Oh, that was an accident. It was. This is your green accident. Like you need to improve. That's what it was. But the thing about it, I don't, I don't hold them to that same pedigree as WWE. I just uh, can't. I don't. No. I just can't. Yeah, when it comes to something, it's like too that, different. It's two different products. They're, they're way too green. Like, like for example, AEW. John Moxley came out, squashed somebody, which I was confused about. I and then what the he fuck that ended was up having a great. Um, and after that, the champion, La Champion, La Champion. Out. Came out, cut a promo that was different, and I really enjoyed it. I, and that, and that, that literally set the pace for the show. That was cool. That I was mean, cool. even though it was, it was like... different, and that's why I always tell everybody, listen, um, shout out to Barry and Marks. Low key, I had to stop looking at his page because at some point I'm looking like, all right, nigga, that's all you do is burying a- AEW. <laughs> but that's, that's his thing, though. But it's like, it's not even like he like just. It's to the point where like it's getting too excessive. Like it sounds like. Before it was a nice sport at it. Now Kamala is very petty. Like, all right, nigga, they just literally just started. They literally only been in business for three months. Not he, business. But, but the thing about it, I think one of his biggest thing is not 
the company, it's the fans. I think that's his I think that's one of his biggest gripes. Because if you do talk to AEW fans, they don't talk they don't complain about anything. They don't say nothing is wrong. Even though when things are wrong. They blatantly. They like they'll just ignore the things that are wrong and talk about how this product is amazing. And don't get me wrong, the product is great. It is fucking awesome. It's a great alternative to like what I'm currently watching with in WWE. And I'm not gonna sit here and say WWE is perfect, but no. One of the biggest things about like AEW fans and WWE fans who are hardcore on one side or the other is that they just ignore the obvious, the things that are wrong. But that's all super fans. Yeah but, yeah, but but the thing about it, AEW fans are just like are like over the top. So so you're gonna he's the the reason why I love him because he gets destroyed every day. Like niggas come at him every day. Yeah, and then he just takes it on the chin and he continues. Pushing forward on what his narrative, and it's hard to have a narrative in wrestling because you're gonna have people tell you that no, you're wrong. This this is how you should watch the sport. Granted, he be going hard, but I kind of like it. Yeah, it's I kinda like it. I, I'm not everything he says is not right. I'm not gonna sit and say everything he says is right, but you gotta love the fact that there's somebody. You have to respect when somebody has an as an opinion and they stick to it. Oh no, I don't mind his opinion. But but, it, it, but it's, it's going to come off petty anyways, regardless, because he's going hard about his thoughts. It's the same with Dave Mazler, what Uncle Dave say shit, and people be like, okay, Uncle Dave being petty again. And it's just like, no, he's just having his own opinion, and, and people have the right to that. But There's what- always super fans all over the place. Like, for example, there's the Beehive, right? If Beyonce kills somebody, everybody be like, oh, B no, Beyonce did it another side of third. No, they're going to say B didn't do it. But, right. <laughs> and every form of entertainment... There's super fans, yeah. such as there's Harry Potter super fans. There is a My Little Pony super fans. You can't say nothing Do you know about someone that. Someone that's a My Little Pony super fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that's a whole fandom. Ask Calvin. Calvin, Calvin loves My, My Little Pony. Ashley, if you go on WWE Network, mm-hmm. like there's actually a segment where like this is when WWE was in the earlier stages where they talk about different like fandoms and Corey mm-hmm. actually went to My Little Pony thing. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot what the, the guys like, literally like. Like when I was out for like three months, I used to, like, WD Network. Like I watched every show, like religiously. But, but I don't think there's a difference between wrestling fandom and like, like objects and like toys and shit. It's a whole like WWE and wrestling fandom in general is like, it's like on a different level of like nothing is wrong. Like nothing is you. Can't, there's no. There's the bias is out the ass. It's not Knicks fans. But even Knicks fans know, know that you guys suck. Oh, but the Knicks won last night though against Golden State. Let's that doesn't about, count. Golden that, State. No, sucks. it doesn't. It does count. A W is a W. I hate when people do that. A W is a W. At the end of the day, it's a losing team. Just saying, it that's doesn't matter victory. regardless. It's like, like, oh, when you snapshot when the Eagles won, when the Eagles beat Giants. But the only, the only, the only, w, the only reason why I did that was because. You set me to score at halftime. At so halftime. I'm talking about, oh, oh, y'all, oh, we win and we win. Like, bro, like, the game's not even over. But it's halftime, though. Big, but y'all lost. I'm a big Giants matter. fan, and I know that this season's done, like. Well, no, everyone knows that. Like, I mean, but regardless of the fact. So yeah. I had to show you, like, hey, this is the final. That's what happened. But at the I end of the knew game. already. Cause but there was no need to send me the, the halftime score. Well, I just wanted you to know. I, want, so I like much. I like my friends being informed. Informed about you about to lose? About, no, just being because informed. Because you lost. Like, it's, it doesn't then, hurt to give Eli, information. Eli like, finished his career with a losing record. Nah, but e- first of all. But Eli got two rings, though. You can't fast, split elite can't. without Eli. Ooh, you heard know? you. 116, 117. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Though. Two rings. Two rings. And he dethroned 
the Patriots. The Patriots that's out here cheating as fuck. Patriots got six rings, B. Yo, Bill Belichick know what's up. Like Patriots got six rings. That shit is hilarious. But no, um, let's um move on. And I'll start off with you, Mr. Black. So, as everyone knows, we are heading right into WrestleMania season. Um, where once again it'll be a fun-filled week full of shits and giggles in Tampa, Florida this year for WrestleMania 36. Um, and they have um tickets go on sale. I do believe well when this drops today on Friday, um, December the 13th. Um, tickets are on sale for the WWE Hall of Fame, which will be on Thursday night, um, April. Uh, what day is that? April the the second, the third. Shit, hold on, please hold. I will tell you when it is because yeah, April second in Tampa, Florida, the um, WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2020, and two huge um, inductees have been announced so far. So we have the Animal Batista, who was rumored last year to be inducted, but was not. But this year, he is one of the co-headliners of this year's Hall of Fame Class. Um, say, you know, I have my own opinions about Batista, but I think it is well-deserved, um, I think, at this point in his career. Um, and also, too, one of the most transcending groups in wrestling history the nwo newer order will be inducted enshrined into the wwe hall of fame class of 2020 where you will have hulk hogan ugh, whatever um kevin nash scott hall and x well i'm still gonna say x Pac, but sean waltman um that is all four members of nwo which i don't understand why x Pac is in that shit that's a triple h move yo it has to be because i, I don't because when i think of yo when i think of nwo well, legit, if we were going to put somebody, Ted DiBiase should have been that fourth person. Because in the beginning, was, yeah. no, because in the beginning when Hogan turned, it was nothing but him, it was nothing but the three of them and Ted DiBiase in the background fucking wow. up shit on Nitro and coming up to Bischoff on the announcer it table. It should be Bischoff. It, B- Bischoff should really go by himself. Like that should just be in, in his own entity. But Bischoff should be part of the NWO though. No, yeah. Anybody really Nah Bischoff needs to be needs to be part of the NWO. It's it wild should, though. Like, like to me it should be uh-huh. Bischoff, Big Show, and um Big Show should definitely not be in that though. Big Show is a key figure. Nah. No. Come on man. Like he wasn't though. Nah, Sean Wallman. Sean Wallman. Actually, yeah, I don't. I don't understand. All I remember him is I don't remember nothing on Sean Wallman. I remember more him than DX, and he was. I don't know. But like Sir Wilkins said, I think it was definitely again, a WWE move on it, that part. Again, when I don't Vince, understand it. You control the wrestling landscape. Right. So, question to the. Oh, why well, I feel like I sound lower, but it's okay. Um, but question to you guys: What is um oh, one for a month? I shut up. You said what? Uh, NW Big Show was on there for a month. Yeah, he was like he wasn't like he was more of like his own. Like he started off with Legion of Doom, and then he turned and then joined NWO, and then came out and then was singles run, and then hated the company, and then ended up signing with WWE. Like it, it happened all in like so one. So why Show Woman's in NWO? Who the fuck knows? But my question to the to you gentlemen is um one for Batista and one for NWO. What's one moment that you remember the most about their tenure in terms of wrestling? Like what's one Batista moment you're like, shit, that was so good. When he won the Royal Rumble, they booed him. <laughs> Cause he he shouldn't have won that year either. Um, that was weird. That was Batista. You you can't really Deborah Oxtail. Um NWO is like it's not one moment. 
Well, I mean, there are a few, but I'm just asking for nah, one. Nah, you, you can't you can't break it down to one moment. I mean, I just didn't. I couldn't stand. I just didn't like once it got so super oversaturated. Like that well, was always well, my that's, thing. That's everybody's issue. That, what it that is. was everyone's issue. That was terrible. That was everybody. But he was trying to. He was trying to. Um, Shout to Bullet Club. He was, yeah. He was trying to like copy the what they did in Japan. That's why, and then make it because he at the end of the day, Bischoff wanted NWO to be a legit a separate company. Yes, which makes no sense. No, it was NWO sold out. Like no, the pay per view wise was cool because they did it for um DX too. Like they did it in your house, D Generation X. Like they did. Everybody a, had any house. They did right, but that's what I'm saying. Like pay per view wise, that's not a bad I, idea. I, I don't, they had, what are you fighting yourself? <laughs> well, I mean, you had NWO, then you had NWO Wolfpack, then you had NWO. No, no, no. NWO Wolfpack wasn't around. No, it wasn't that sold out. But I'm just saying, like if if you were to do that, that's what I you know would have done. Wolfpack was trash. No, Wolfpack was dope. It was cool, but like I felt like it didn't have like that. To her. Well, that was because it was kind of like those that were tired of the, the black and white decided to be like, fuck it, I want to do my own thing. And then Conan decided to be like, well, fuck y'all, I want to do my own own thing. And then. He did LW. Which, which, right. which was iconic. LW was low key iconic. It yeah, was. it's not talked about as much. Because, but it definitely like, is iconic. Know, like, here's, like, here's the thing about LW. LW was formed, but Eddie got injured real quick after that. So I didn't get to really have that real cemented in history it like weird. that. It's weird. And, and I just felt like with all the Lucha guys they had on it, I felt like the LWO definitely should have had a little bit more memories. They literally had everybody in the ro- um, Rotation. I felt but, like they had it, like four they had, solids. They literally had Chavo Classic there. But it's but it also gave a light on like Hispanic wrestlers, bro. Well, yeah. But I felt like that was the first hour of fucking Nitro all the time. Well, Period. Guys, I mean, like cru- cruiserweights were on it's at eight like o'clock. Legit, it's kind of real life. But like you send the uh, Spanish people to do the work first. Like you send them to build a house. Nigga, wow, stop! Stories. That was that. Stop! That was your way of <laughs> nah. Hispanics do other things, which is which is do a dope stuff besides build houses. Oh, this is mad funny. They work hard. The, yes, I, 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 I get, get that, the but, analogy. But, they, but, they, but they don't do just build but it houses. Was just the, it was the delivery, and that was that like, was wait, a horrible delivery, and that's not funny. That's not funny. That is not funny. All my Spanish friends know that I love them, though. Nah, it's not funny. Well, half of you is low-key Spanish, too, so... I know that's, I'm low-key Spanish. That's another you know? different topic, Dominican. but... Correct. But that's a different topic for a different day. Because shout-out to RDC Love Podcast. Shout-out to 2020 Podcast. Shout-out to all the podcasts. So we're going to talk about all of our Hispanic friends' podcasts? Yeah, oh, that was the irony in that, too. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, like a white guy true. saying that. I got black friends. <laughs> that's just like, oh, when you posted today about Rory, talking about how... Um, don't stop believing is white people's juice. Yeah, which I kind of uh, uh. what movie? No, not the movie. The song like "Don't Stop Believe." I fucking love that song. But he was comparing it to like, was he saying like juice, like Biggie's juice? Yeah. Oh, like it was all a dream. I used to. So he was saying like, "Don't stop believing is the white people's juice." <sighs> uh it's, I, don't, I don't think it's not a bad comparison. Because like, like, like if that shit's like no matter what both songs hit, like everyone is stopping and singing that shit. Whether you're black, white, doesn't matter. But if you hear "Don't Stop Believing" somewhere, you're gonna stop. Just a small town girl. See, yeah. The lonely world. See what I mean? But not everybody knows that song. Everyone knows that song. Not all her niggas know that song. Everybody knows that song. All her niggas know that song. If they don't, they lying. Period. But, as I was saying, once again, tickets going to sell. People turn up to Don't Stop Believing. They t- they do turn up. Like, they be on top of bars and shit singing that song. Like, it should, I've seen it. Live and in color. What? 
The white man. Jaquan said, <laughs> black excellence. He said that. That's such a classic. I sold drugs to that. <laughs> and I sold drugs. Wow. Why would you post that? <laughs> Lord, why, God why bless him. Why, why would you post, post that? that? What's wrong with him? Anywho. Oh, Yo, Jaquan, um, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Get off our live feed. Oh, no, 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 no. Someone said, don't stop believing as white people back that ass up. So switch, talk, uh, talk about it, switch to Facebook, please. Look, everybody, we're about to start the interview with JTG of Crime Time. Check us out on the Jabba Tears podcast on Facebook for to have full audio of that. Until then, see you. <laughs> it was such a cute little bye-bye. But before we get JTG on the phone, um, as I was saying, um, the WWE Hall of Fame will be on Thursday, April 2nd, followed by SmackDown Live in Tampa, April 3rd, and then Whoa. NXT TakeOver. They still having SmackDown April- Live? Yes. So, so, so that's what I'm saying. When we were talking about the travel packages um, last week... Well, that's what it is. It's super weird. Um, but Why is that it, super weird? Because it's the first time in like forever that smack that you're not getting two post shows. You're getting one pre, one post. So yeah. it's kind of weird. So? I mean, it's, I'm not mad. It's so, so weird if, to me. But, but think about it. If you, go, if you go there, I think the Hall of Fame is going to be on Wednesday. No, Hall of Fame is Thursday. Thursday. So if, if, if you're going to Tampa... What the black people do, we're gonna you go you go to Wally Mania on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. You go see SmackDown, regular SmackDown, which is gonna be fucking lit because it's like two It's the go home show. It's the go home show two days before WrestleMania. Then there's no takeover, right? No, there is. There's Take, takeover. So NXT takeover is Saturday and, and then WrestleMania is Sunday. Wait, 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 wait. Let me get this straight. Yeah. So you get my nigga, that's not that's that's so you, been like yeah. So you get the Hall of Fame. Yeah. SmackDown. Yeah. And NXT? Yeah, it's the same thing you get every year, though. That's every year. But no, the no, thing, no, 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 but they had SmackDown to the mix. No, no SmackDown's but, always been. It's just but, would be no. the, it would be the post show. So it'd be Tuesday. But you have to understand, that's like more bang for your buck, dog. That, that, no, it's the same. No, it's not. Because the thing is, if you if you really think about it, like you're getting a go home show, which is they're gonna go all out because it's SmackDown. And then you get yeah, the good. And you get the raw after me. You get the raw after me. So so you literally you have because this this is what I would do Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday and if you're staying Monday you have five days. Granted, before it was Monday and Tuesday. Oh, it's the same thing. But, but yeah. the, no, yeah. but 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 the thing is though, think about it. Usually Tuesday is a regular show because a lot of people don't didn't go so when we went to New Orleans half the, everyone had left that Tuesday morning so like we like I went to Smackdown and then that, that was when 205 Live was still being taped after Smackdown so me and Ronaldo had stayed for 205 Live but a lot of people leave after Monday you didn't try to go down and get better seats no 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 for what? <laughs> it's Smackdown it's not that serious no but the thing is like, like I'm saying <laughs> though serious. it's a new calendar uh, so yeah. so so it's not gonna be as it's gonna be good, but it's not gonna be as good as a fucking go home show for SmackDown for WrestleMania. Like like that's fire. Like I think that's better. But granted, they need to move SmackDown. Yeah, no, like, period. Like, after April, they need to move SmackDown. I'm legit. Yeah, because now it's like, damn, you locked in at least to April because you had the travel package shit going, which you is can't which is fine shit. at this point. Which is fine. But the thing is, no, it's not. It's but, so terrible. But I like I like that you have that in the middle. Cause it just now it's like yo I'm get to, I get to watch this this go. It's not as exhausting because that was the whole thing. Like when I went for Orlando and I was like fuck Tuesday, whoo I'm tired. I didn't, I'm done watch wrestling for about four or five days. I'm exhausted. So I guess getting the Friday that's before is okay. Package. That's a good package. That's a great. That's a great that's package. Like that's if you really think about it, that's because, because, because raw because raw after after Mania 
is always oh, it's usually, always the the best show. So, so you, the best yeah, show. so I think that's one of the actually better packages. Well, I ain't a big fan of Hall of Fame. I usually skip it. No, but no, you don't go Hall to Hall of Fame. Of fame. No, no. Hall of Fame. Honestly, if it's a class worth it, it's honestly a really good experience. It's cool. It's cool, but I rather go to Wale Mania. Yes. And like the like, for instance, when Wild Mania was here in New York, you were there. How lit was that shit? <sighs> exactly, lit. exactly. Like now, imagine you're gonna be in hot ass fucking Florida. Yeah, chicks gonna be half naked. Yeah, someone's getting pregnant that day. Exactly. Like it's just od popping. Like Wild Mania. Then then you go to SmackDown because everybody from from Wild Mania is going to SmackDown. Here's the thing. Only way that I'll go to the, the Hall of Fame is to deduct the whole nation of domination. But that's, that's what I'm saying. The Hall of... Then, never say never. But I ain't going I'm just saying, Speaking like, that, if the I Hall of Dilo Fame... I asked why that WWE don't bank with him. What do he do? I think that's a personal choice. But anyway, but I think, once again, if you are going to the Hall of Fame, tickets going to sell Friday, um, December the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, TWWE has their travel packages available. So on their website, you can go, spend your monies, do what you got to do. Um, but... Um, I do think the Hall of Fame, if you've never been, I do think it's a once in a life. Like, when I did it, I did it when Kurt got inducted. And that was dope. I'm only going to... Oh, he's calling him now? Okay. I'm only going to go when the nation goes in. Well, hopefully... It has to be the nation. It has to be... Um, it has to be... Um, dang. Oh, only I would go in if... I hear the phone ringing. Either the nation... Or the new day get inducted. Well, new day's gonna take a long time. So until then, never. I like this. Like, what's the Skype? It's music. Hello. Good evening. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so ignorant. What up, what up? guys? If you are listening to the live feed, we have the infamous JTG of Crime Time on the phone with us. How are you, sir? Infamous. Wow. Okay, I go with that. I mean, <laughs> you from Brooklyn. Come on, like Brooklyn, Brooklyn. <laughs> like, come on, you you gotta put some stank on it. Come on. But how Infamous, are you, sir? The the urban legend, aka the urban legend. You can go with that one. Okay. Ooh. I actually, you know what? We'll we'll label this episode the, guy that, the urban legend. The years to fire. Years to turn to fire. Yeah, I know. He was the original guy who started Twitter, rented on Twitter. You know, read his book. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, JTG. What up? I love your books. Thank oh, you. Oh, no, 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 no. Both. 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 Fire. Both the fire. Ooh. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's a lot of um, dick sucking right here. Pause. <laughs> Major I'm, pause. I'm, 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 I'm just going to be real. I ain't going to lie to you. When I first heard you, you wrote a book, I was like, this, this motherfucker wrote a book? This shit probably trash. We all did. That's, that's exactly what I thought everybody else was going to think. That's why I made the book. Uh, damn near the first two days uh, uh, 99 cents and then when the word got up I jacked the price up <laughs> yeah, that's some no, shit but marketing, marketing. <laughs> no you're a genius at marketing we haven't talked about your business um, ventures I know you don't have too much time but we're gonna get into that but I, I remember seeing it and I was like get the fuck out of here this, this, this book ain't good so I got it on audio and I remember you read the book which oh, is man, amazing by the way, the fact that you read your own book is great. It felt like I was having a conversation with you, listening to that book. The way That's you wrote it, that, the way you wrote that book was amazing. I felt like I was in the locker room with you. I felt that I made the same mistake with you of not letting the the um the the old heads 
get in front of me in the elevator. Like I <laughs> felt like I was fucking up with you. I felt like I was in the club with you and Shad, <laughs> and um, Shad is uh, um, homeboys getting drunk. I felt like I was in a meeting with you and Shad and Shad talking about I'll be fucking white bitches. <laughs> wow. Don't forget like, the part where Chad was um no 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 when Chad was in the hallway getting his hair braided and he got blamed for it. So yes. Like, so both of y'all attacked you guys. He's like, uh, all right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but but I, I know we're all over the place right now, but. First things first, happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday. Thank you, thank you. What did you I do am, for your birthday? Uh, 35 now. Ooh, 35 and fine. He's pretty young. Man, listen. You thought when he was 21 in WWE. Oh, that's started when I was 21, correct. Super the young. African American to be on the Royal roster. Oh, say it again. Wait. Hold on. You blessing us with Jim. Say it one more time so everyone can hear you. What, what are you? The youngest African American to be on the Royal roster. Damn. So. For people who don't know, talk about your journey, Wicked. I know people already, most dudes already hear about it, but you are legit a WWE farm guy. Yeah. What does that mean? From me, OVW. So you from you did you didn't start? You weren't in the Indies. You you trained OVW, and then you and then you're in WWE. That's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, correct, correct. And I got there by um, just being being just being prepared and having a. A lot of personality and charisma. Uh, when Vince, when Vince saw Shad and I's, um, Shad and I's um, vignettes, we did. He never saw me wrestle. He just oh. saw that we had great um, TV presence and great mm-hmm. chemistry. And he, as soon as from what I heard, as soon as he saw us, he was like, "Hire them." Really? Wow. Yeah. Yep. How'd you get That's the tape to want. Vince, though? Huh? How'd you get the tape to Vince? How did I get to take the no no in OBW they're, oh, okay. they're required to watch our uh our weekly local television down there in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. They were required to watch it. The writers mm. were required to watch it. Okay. But if you see something good, they'll show it to Vince. And we stood out, Shad and I, and then they showed it to Vince and he said, Hire them. Wow. 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 And it wasn't even a wrestling match. So that's a, that's for future wrestlers out there. Uh it's not just being a being a wrestler. You gotta be an entertainer. So one thing somebody to- told me once was um, it was I was practicing chain wrestling once, right? And let me tell yeah. tell me if this is correct. He was like, Sorry. "You doing all this cool chain wrestling stuff is cool, yeah. But what's gonna, that's not gonna get you hired? Nope, that's exactly <laughs> what he said. This is all dope and all, but what's gonna put money in your pocket is the the charisma and the charm. Exactly, your character, your gimmick. How could you put butts in seats, promos? How could you make people remember you? How could kids imitate you? You know, when you, like, when you're, when you're, for, for everybody who wants to be a professional wrestler, when you're thinking about your character, um, think about when a kid go, kid go home, when a kid go home and his parents say, who's your favorite wrestler? And then they act, imitate him. How is that kid going to imitate you? Mm-hmm. Like Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, they're all memorable like because Cena, Macho yeah, Man's voice was very oh, distinct. You, you know, he had his mannerisms. Hulk Hogan, you know, The Rock. They're all imitatable. So I you think about your character, how can a kid imitate, imitate, imitate you? Something that someone told me was, if a person could dress as up as you as that Halloween, you're doing your job. Exactly. Damn. There you go. So question to you, my love. Um, what actually, like, what got you started in terms of wrestling? Like, did you wake up one day and say, I want to be a wrestler? Or was it something like you were a kid and was like, this is my dream? And then also talk about, like, kind of like the end of your WWE career. Because, it, it like, we spoke to Chad about a few weeks ago. And it just, like, literally you guys were, like, on TV. And then it felt like the next week you were not. And it just did not make sense, like, as fans watching it. So then now mm-hmm. meeting you guys, it's like, 
no, like what what happened? Like, cause th- this is your life. Like you lived it. So, tell us about your startings and then kind of like the end of of them all. Like what happened? Wait, 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 yeah, wait, 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 wait. Before you get into that, before you get into that, I have to get, I have to ask you this. Did you ever get your five hundred dollars from Chad for the hair braiding incident? <laughs> Nope, never got it. But I, but I, but I got it somehow. Oh, I was able to get it out of him, but he don't know how, and I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe in the third book I'll reveal it. Oh, you write a oh, third you write book? A third book. <laughs> Hold on a minute. You write a third book? A third book? Huh? There's gotta be a third book. I ain't saying when. I don't like no pressure on me. I like to just let it. Flow. Nah, you have to write a third right. book, bro. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm about to reread the second book. Yeah. <laughs> I read it this morning. But yeah, tell us about a little bit about your beginnings in terms of your wrestling career and then also kind of like the end and like where that mentally kind of left you to now like where you are today. So I always wanted to be a professional wrestler since I was two years old. Both my parents were um, big wrestling fans. My mom would take me to Madison Square Garden every month when WWF came to MSG and I just grew up on it. Mm. Um, When I was in, when I would say about, uh, Beginning of high, beginning of high school. What John um, Dewey? You out John here? School, you out yep. here? You out Dewey. here in the gutter? Um, I was ashamed of saying I was a wrestler. So, and I loved, I loved acting. So I took on acting. I did a lot of acting auditions mm. and got a few roles and um and and um and some acting gigs in New York when I was in high school. But at the end of the day, I knew I wanted to be a wrestler, and I just. What's the, the term? I came out the closet and just said, everybody, I'm going to Pause. 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 <laughs> you know, I didn't want to. It was like, you, are you going to college? Are you going to the army? Uh, like, what are you doing? Are you going to community college? Like, I don't want to go to school. I'm done with school. I want to be a professional wrestler. So straight out of high school, I went to various places for training. First place I went to was uh, North Carolina because I had family there. Mm-hmm. And um, the trainer kind of like, you know, when you meet some tra- some trainers and they're a little shady, uh-huh. um, he was very shady. So I went back to New York, then I eventually moved to uh, Memphis. And then from Memphis, I was going to um, Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. And then I moved back home to New York because it was, um, I had family in Memphis, but I moved back to New York and I was just taking the bus from New York to Louisville. Are you serious? Months. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, every Friday. So I worked in the movie theater and I was required to work uh, to work the weekend because that's when new movies come out so i know i had to sit down with them and like look i want to continue to work here but i can't work on the weekends because i have a pursuing a career to be a professional wrestler i have to leave fridays in the amc theater down in times square oh wow, <laughs> wow. you're a new yorker yeah. new yorker new yorker new yorker and i will go take the and i'll go take the greyhound bus uh was it a thursday night or friday i can't remember exactly it was so many years ago and i'll take the bus from um the Greyhound Station right there. Mm-hmm. And then Port Authority. Go to, uh, go to Louisville. Yep. Damn. Damn. Taking wow. the bus. What's that was that? like a 16 or 17 hour yeah. uh, ride every week. Damn. Nah, you just working. to go train. You just, to train just, just to train for two, three hours. Yep. And get right back on the bus. Wow. I eventually moved to Louisville, Kentucky because the bus kept breaking down. I was showing up to class like when it was like 30 minutes left and they're like you travel you're like you're gonna eventually have to move here. you can't keep doing this and you, you have a lot of potential um we like you but you know you're showing up late not a good look mm-hmm. i know you don't want to you don't know i'm sorry i don't know anybody here wait make friends <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you end up doing how'd you end up moving down there yeah um, I started living in a, uh, mot- in a motel, the Suburban Lodge. Never forget that. <laughs> I was living in a Suburban Lodge, and I eventually um, got an apartment. Chad, Chad had an apartment, 
and he was moving out to move in, move in with these two playmates, Shad style. <laughs> and, then, and then I took over the lease. I took oh. over the lease of Shad's apartment, and um, I was my first apartment. So everything you just got to jump into the fire. You you don't know what the next step is, but you know where the destination is. So you just got to trust the universe and just go with it. Bars. Okay. How'd you guys meet? People Shad and I met uh, met at OVW. Okay. We met at OVW. I was what? I'll say I was. I think I was eighteen. Eighteen. I was eighteen years old when I met Shad. Okay. Instantly, you guys knew you guys were friends, or was it like because because people always talk about when tag teams meet, so a lot of time they don't like each other at first. Yeah. Or, or were you and Chad? I know what the story. I read the books, but for people who don't know, were you guys friends off the bat, or was it like ah, who's who's this motherfucker? <laughs> um, I got introduced to him. I thought he was cool. We were like friends right off the bat, mm. so I, but I, I knew eventually that we'll be. For some reason, I just knew that we were going to be. Uh, be tied together. <laughs> well, was it because he was the exactly, only other black that's guy there? Exactly what happened, huh? Was it because he was the only black guy there? No, there was a lot of a lot of yeah. brothers there. AW was there, huh? Um, AW. Um, there you mentioned in your first book that y'all was a, a yeah, Abraham tag team. Washington. Abraham yeah. Washington. Uh, okay. yeah, that was my original uh, tag team partner. We were doing the uh, uh, the crime time gimmick. Well, I wouldn't say the crime time gimmick because um, Chad and I kind of did that. Uh, came up with the gimmick we uh, me and abraham had the look you know and he actually came up with the with the look himself you know we were we were both in amateur class and uh, we had an amateur show to do he called me and he was like yo man i got this idea for a tag team you know you represent the east coast and i represent the south the dirty south i'm gonna call myself dirty still be jtg i'm actually you, glad you're um, from, from new york you rock the tims you rock the bulletproof vest because 50 cent popping right now get a grill and we get some uh bandanas and we just come out wilding out you know what i'm saying i'm like i don't know man that sounds too stereotypical <laughs> <laughs> I'm, i've been studying a lot of chris benoit tapes i can say chris benoit right yeah yeah, yeah of course of listen course. no chris benoit's a legend chris benoit yeah. is benoit did not kill his one family. of the best technical exactly. wrestlers of all time so exactly. you can absolutely exactly. talk about chris benoit be technical wrestler that's what i told him i, like, I want to be a wrestler i want to be a technical wrestler i've been studying a lot of chris benoit tapes he's like f all that man <laughs> money <laughs> they ain't gonna make you no money. You we in Louisville, Kentucky. We, we surrounded by white people. We gotta we gotta shake them up a little bit. And he sold me on it. And our next amateur show, we we invested in some bulletproof vests. Um, oh, those were legit chain. bulletproof vests. Bulletproof? Well, not real ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I had them sold. Got some bulletproof vests. Uh, got some mall jewelry. Got some mall grills. Got some uh, some fake Tims. Cause right back then. And that wasn't in the budget. So we, <laughs> I think we went to Payless and we got the the tins we could afford. And we came out there and we stole the show. And I, and I ran with it. And then he eventually had some issues um, where she couldn't come to class anymore. So I was left solo. <laughs> and and um, Al Snow and Paul Heyman, Danny Davis, they saw a lot of potential in me. They had a, they knew I had a lot of charisma and dedication. They were like, this, we can't let this, uh, this young talent go to waste. And they... Put Shad and I together. Okay. Mm. So going into your career now, now you guys are a tag team. You guys are on WWE TV. Like, what's one moment that stands out to you the most throughout your, you know, tag team career together? Good question. Um, when um, wrestling at the Staples Center, uh, wrestling uh, for wrestling against Chris Jericho and Big Show for the titles. Oh, Jericho. <laughs> yeah. We didn't exact. We we didn't win the tie. We didn't win that match, but it had a lot of. Uh, it was very uh, sentimental to me. 
so that's where we debuted was was LA at the Staples Center, and then it was just to bring it back. It was like, wow, I'm actually wrestling Jericho, one of the faces of the company, Big Show, uh, future Hall of Famer, and for the titles. And we're actually like, people actually think we're gonna win. <laughs> like there's a ch- there's a shot that we're gonna I win. Like sometimes yeah. you, I thought you have a well, match, well, and they're I like, oh, so. they just it's just a filler. They, you know, people actually like, okay, Crime Time's gonna win now. It's their time. So the people were we had people on the edge of their seat, and to, uh, to get that uh, standing ovation, we came out. The, cr- the crowd went crazy, yeah, and it was it was, it was uh, had a great time. Now you spoke about um, the Crime Time gimmick being stereotypical, right? Mm-hmm. What backlash have you gotten f- for having that gimmick? Because I mm-hmm. feel like, especially in this woke era, era that we're in, when people uh-huh. look back at Crime Time, they kind of have like, ugh, those guys. Like, how do you feel about that, and how do you deal with that? Actually, um, I don't feel no sort of way about it, because um, at that at that time and era, um, we were told that you know you guys are you know you're gonna portray you guys as is gonna be a comedy. Like you guys watching Living Color, um, we don't want you guys like they they didn't want us like to be thugs and be mean and like be aggressive. That's not what Vince wanted. He said we're gonna change the image of what people have of um wow. of gangsters and thugs and we make them more lighthearted. You guys are gonna come out and have fun. You guys yeah, you guys will steal, but you're gonna give it you're gonna auction it off to the crowd. You're gonna have fun with the audience, engage. Wow. So we wanted to take that image of the thug and gangster and flip it around so, so that's why I, I used to get in trouble for not smiling he like you you you, you weren't smiling enough you don't want that thug that aggressive uh mean thug image you gotta smile i'm like all right boss gotcha all right wow so it was more vince that was pushing that like that happy go lucky image yes he wanted to turn it around mm. i heard that you and stephanie had a pretty good relationship how, do, how was stephanie in that whole equation um Stephanie was more was more involved uh, later on in our in our um, in our career. Mm-hmm. Um, she was involved a lot in the backstage uh, backstage segment segments, and she was a big fan of Crime Time. Well, Vince and Stephanie they were big fans of Crime Time. Mm. So I have a question. And for your first book, you mentioned where you were trying to talk to um, Triple H about the payout with your um, paycheck. You thought it would be a bigger payout but then triple h kept on avoiding you and you end up on twitter ranting out your uh, ranting 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 ranting. you was airing out your frustration with the company on twitter and i have to say this honestly you kind of was one who ushered in that era of superstars saying a grief on twitter and one thing i have to ask you this do you regret sitting down please walk us down memory lane the moment that you started typing what triggered it what was it like it was like nah it was a dish it was being it was being a grown-ass man and being uh disrespected um like all day like from morning until evening i've been trying to get in touch with this man you know i'll see him he'll see me he'll turn around He'll see me turn the corner. He'll see me and get on his phone and be like, hold on, give me a second. Start talking to somebody else. I'm like, wow, he's really trying to avoid me. It's like, all right. So what I was not going to do was go home and then tweet. I did it while I was in the arena, <laughs> sitting with everybody <laughs> else, that was watching, watching the monitor that on some. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to toot my own tone, but I was like on some like, 
renegade. So like, I'm right here doing it. I'm not, I'm in your face. I'm not going to go home and be some coward. So you have to face me when, um, when the show's done. And that's what happened. Uh, uh, what happened? So people, people who haven't read the book yet. Oh, what happened was at the end of the show, he said, all right, uh, you got my attention. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, let's have a, let's have a meeting in Stanford. And for who wants to know what happened in Stanford, you got to read the book. There you go. That's it. That's um, it. So speaking about Twitter, I'm glad you have brought that up because in recent, um, a wrestler by the name of ACH have yeah, been man. tweeting about his grievances to WWE and just wrestling in general. But he started to come a little bit at your boy, Chad, and they had a little bit of back and forth. So what what are your thoughts on the you know his approach in terms of how he's been dealing with his grievances, you know, with the wrestling industry? Man, all I got to say, he, um, from what I've known from people close to him, he's going through something right now. And I don't know too much about, the, the, you know the details with uh, him and Chad, or him and the shirt, and all that. I know, I know, think, I know a few things about it, but I don't like to talk on stuff that I don't know too much about. Okay, but I do know that he has um, some issues that he's having um, personal issues. So, I, you know, for my brother to our brother, I hope he gets that taken care of. You know, I don't want to go on go on Twitter one morning and you know see his uh, name. Uh, as, a, as a trending, as a hashtag, so I hope he takes care of take care of him, himself um, first. Um, and what was the next question? No, just how I guess handle, it, how he's handling himself. Yeah, like on, what on are your Twitter? thoughts on like wrestlers in now in the in the industry now handling their social media? Because you know he's not the only one that's you know got some Twitter fingers on him. Like you know Seth Rollins, people have gotten on him about it. Dark. Like it's just in terms of just an industry wide thing. If you're gonna do it, just make sure you don't do it from an emotional place. Mm. You know, I, I don't like to see it, it, it is very super, super toxic feminine <laughs> just, <laughs> just spewing out your emotions on Twitter. You know, make sure there's some type of um, uh, some logic to it. There's a there's a goal. It's, it's strategic. My, like my tweets were very strategic and I got my and uh, I got my desired goal. Gotcha. You're just not doing it just to do it because you're, you're feeling like that in the moment. With you being one of the youngest people on that raw roster when you were there, twenty one years uh-huh. old, right? Yeah. How the fuck did you handle yourself, man? Yes. Tw- oh man, I, I was blessed to have uh, big brothers to look out for me and point out some of my uh, stupid mistakes to me before it got it reached to the office. <laughs> I give so, a big who were your big to, brothers? Uh, yeah. Uh, the Pope Elijah Burke. Mm. Yo, shout out to Elijah Burke. Yo, Elijah Burke. Alejandro Estrada. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those who don't know who that is, that was Umaga's uh, manager. Mm-hmm. He helped me get a suit. Um, mm-hmm. And um, Shelton. Shelton looks. Ooh, the gold standard. Gold standard. <laughs> I remember how, um, I had a. Everybody who, who knows me knows that I'm a big Burt Hart fan. And yeah. uh, one when I was in the locker room, we were about to leave. I pulled my phone out and I had a Burt Hart wall, wallpaper on my phone. He saw that. He was like, well, what, are you, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "What? What's going on with your phone?" That would take that off your phone. I'm like what? Like Bret Hart? Yeah, but you're 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 in the company now. You're one of the boys. Yeah, like you're one of us. Can't be a mark. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. be a fanboy. I told you. I told, Damn. I told. I told. I told them this once because um. So you know I'm training right now, right? Okay. All right. All right. Who you train with? Um, I train with Amazing Red. Okay. Cool. Cool. So um, we're at a show and. Janelle's there, my brother, Mr. Black is there, and Penta, um, the Lucha Bros are there. Oh, man. 
And they want to take a picture. They're like, yo, jump in the picture, jump in the picture. I was like, I can't take a picture. Because <laughs> before we, because st- we do show, because um, my school does shows every every month. So yeah. we'll have like a couple of top indie guys and some AEW guys in the show. Yeah. And I remember one day Red had an, a huge, like, a huge discussion with the class. He was like, listen, you guys are workers now. You are no longer Marks. Exactly. Cut that out. <laughs> wow. And I and then I remember when we had a huge show with like the Bucks were there, blah 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 blah. And I took a mini video backstage. Oh no. I got, <laughs> he said, oh bro, no. I got my ass handed to right me when I got so. to class the next week. <laughs> Bruh, it, we have a class of about twenty kids, twenty workers wow. in there. The head trainer Love the head trainer. The head trainer is fucking amazing. We call him Big Joe. He said Wilkins, but but he doesn't call me. He called me Legs because I got big legs. He goes Legs. You took a video last week at the last show. I was like, uh, 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 uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna tell you this right now because I like you, but I'm gonna be. Don't do that shit ever again, ever. I know you got some little podcast. Cut that shit out. I was like, oh. I was like, oh. But I get exactly what you're saying about what Shelton Magic because at the time you're like you're like what's the problem? I'm a fan. Yeah, you have no clue. Yes, wrestlers are just fans who took it. Uh, wrestlers are just fans who took it a step further. Pretty mm. much, you have to be a fan of the business to get into it. Absolutely, I, 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 absolutely. <laughs> so, what was your experience like? Because I know you probably have already met, chopped it up with Brett. Like, what was that experience mm. like for you? Seeing as if that is the guy you grew up and was like, this is my because he. I'm gonna assume he's your favorite wrestler of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so what was so your interaction my, with him? So I read his book twice, and then <laughs> I, knew, I knew I was going to meet him. He was going to be at Raw, so I, it was after WrestleMania, so I brought my um, my book with me. <laughs> and he was like, kind of like surprised, <laughs> like, wow, so I'm gonna, you, 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 you drove just to see, because we were on the show. We weren't on Raw. We were on SmackDown, but I drove, me and Shad, we drove to, um, um, to, to the, I forgot where Raw was. And um, he was like, you drove just to me. I'm like, damn, he was like really impressed. Like, wow, the so boys really still have respect for the... Uh, so the guys who paved the way for them. And uh, we took a picture. He signed my book. Um, he, he gave me a little advice. He was like, save your money. <laughs> that was <laughs> That's his, a really good advice, buddy. Um, and yeah. Um, and then there's a saying. Uh, they said, uh, what was that saying? When you meet your heroes, be careful when you meet your heroes. And, you know, yeah. they might let you down. Yeah. So I met him. It was cool. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to um, get too close. I didn't want, I didn't want that. The the what I had in my head to be you know to be crushed. If, if that makes any sense? Yes. Yeah, it, ma- it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. I never want to yeah, meet Jay Z. Yeah. Oh, I definitely uh, want to meet Ho. I never want to meet Jay Z. I do. You never want to meet Jay Z. No. <laughs> I do. I, the the like you, honestly, what's the wrong move? He does, if, he, if, he, if he pisses you off, you never want to listen to his music again, and then that's half your uh, half, half your, your life. whole life gone. <laughs> I listen to four um four 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 once a month because uh-huh. I'm trying to be a good man. Uh huh. <laughs> It's a good reminder of how you can almost lose everything off of one thing. But you spoke about yeah. saving money, right? Yeah. And let's talk about post WWE. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. When you got okay, it's time for you to go pink slip type of thing situation. Oh. Is that what really happened? Like, did they fire you? Did you did you leave, leave? on your terms? For those like, who don't know, like explain how they had a um What's that thing called? They had online said that JTG used to have a job X amount of days. Like, yeah, 
<laughs> it was a big thing online. Like, even I was just like, nigga still got a job? Dang, son. And so I read the book. I understand why they kept him so long. What was that transition from being on the road all the time, dealing with all that heat, to finally saying, dang, I don't have to deal with this no more? What was, how you felt? I was already burned out, like, uh, maybe like two or three years. Really? Um, before, wow. they, before they released me. Mm. Um, so I was, I was already mentally prepared. I was, it was still kind of, it's still kind of, when, when, when you finally hear it, it kind of like, kind of like, oh, wow, okay, I'm finally released. But I wasn't like a big shot, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I, I was home, I was home for a year before they released me. Wow. Wait, so you were sitting yeah, at home? Yeah, a whole year, it was probably like eight months. But you were sitting home eight months collecting checks? And collecting checks, so I was already preparing myself. Wow. Damn, it's like unemployment, but not unemployment. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Now, talk to me about that schedule, because you said you were burnt out two years prior. Can you, because I, I don't think people fully understand a WWE superstar more, schedule. It wasn't more of the physical thing, but I'll tell you about the, um, about the schedule. It was more of a, a mental thing. So know? tell us about both. Pitch, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, pitching ideas and having it being shot down, and then they'll take your idea, take a little, change it a little bit and give it to another superstar. That type of thing, you know, Little Jimmy trying to get a, mm. you know, trying to get a, trying to get your music changed, trying to do whatever mm. you can to go to the next level. But if they're not, if they don't see you in that light, they're not going to, they're not going to push for it, Damn. you know? And it was also during that time, Zack Ryder had did his, um, the online uh, thing, his YouTube, YouTube thing. page. Yeah, he did everything to get over and, you know, it was chanting his name in MSG during when The Rock was talking or during Ziggler's match in, uh, at Morrison and I'm like this guy's over they was chanting his name in the train my, like my buddies in New York they were like yo Zack Ryder is like they was chanting his name in, in, in the train like after the show like, we want Ryder and they heard all of this and they just if, you, if, if they don't choose you they, they're not gonna they're not gonna uh, give you that TV time so uh, that was very discouraging you know uh, but how do you deal with that so and and just from your point of view is like you putting you 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 go into the office because they tell you hey it's an open door policy yeah and you're going there and and, and you're getting shut down (laughs) but but the thing about it um I don't know um Mr. X comes into the office gets exactly what he wants how do you maneuver that without like pissing off the boys Mm. You mean you're pissing off the boys? Like, what do you mean? You're, like, actually getting what you want? No, no, like, for instance, you pissing off the boys, meaning pissing off um, the higher ups, like complaining to them, like, "Yo, why aren't you guys do, doing doing what I asked for?" Well, you got to be a little bit more po- po- uh, political than that. <laughs> um, you don't really complain. You just got to keep on. Like when it comes to character and why they're not using, you can't really complain. You just got to keep coming to them with being being positive and keep coming in with, with ideas and and you know I, that's and that's what I was doing because I, I, I knew Vince Vince genuinely saw something in me. He saw talent in me. He saw that I had charisma. And as you as you guys already know, I'm very creative. Um, mm-hmm. Read my books. Um, I'm into comedy. Um, so I just kept pitching ideas over and over again. It just kept. You know, I didn't. I didn't. wasn't taking no for an answer. And then after a while, I just got burnt. Like I said, I got burnt out. Yeah, you get you tired know? of saying it's not the same things, but you get tired of having that same conversation in a sense, yeah. and it not going anywhere. Like I'm mm. very, I'm very persistent, but I don't want to be uh, annoying. 
What were some of the ideas? Like one of the ideas that I pitched was um was uh, was having a Vince liked it, but I, I, I on my end I did make some a few uh, mistakes. I should have oh, yeah. I should have uh, applied the Forty Eight Laws of Power. If anybody who wants to get into the wrestling business, definitely read the Forty Eight Laws. Lord, of Power. it's, it's all, so funny. It's all you, politics. It's so funny you mentioned that because Sir Wilkins said one of them laws this morning actually, <laughs> and we were and I was just like, why do you keep saying law a certain number? And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? So we literally were talking I'm about big that today. On, I'm big on reading. And like yeah, self improvement so books that. and everything of that nature. So I've known about the Four Laws of Power for years. years. Yeah. So I've been reintroducing myself to the book. And mm-hmm. one of the laws that I was telling the guys of the guys, the team about was create a spectacle. Mm-hmm. There you go. And that's important in wrestling. But exactly. I want to hear your point, your, your your thoughts on the laws and how it it goes towards wrestling. Oh, like going over certain people's head is is a hierarchy in wrestling. And people who are successful, who get to the top, a lot of people want to be a part of that. And if you leave them out, they're not going to want to help you. Mm. That, make, that mm. makes sense? So yeah. you want to include as much people as you can on your way to the top so they could feel like they, they were a part of your journey. And I was going over, I was just going straight to Vince. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> why am I talking to you guys for? Yeah, <laughs> cut out the middleman, go straight to the source. Yeah, cut, Wait, nope, don't do that. <laughs> no. So I had a, I had you guys watch uh, Big Mouth on Netflix, right? Yes, yeah. love that show. Okay. Love that show too. Well, shit, I came up with an idea where I was gonna have a Muppet that only I could see. I remember that and and engage with, and the audience, and then the WWE universe would hear him only <clears throat> could hear him, but the other the other wrestlers couldn't hear him. So he was gonna be backstage, whispering in my ear, talking crap, and only the audience and the uh, and I would get a kick out of it, and. um Vince loved the idea. He was like, that's money. We could sell the Muppets. We could, uh, mm, um, that sounds like something that's going on right now. Uh, backstage, <laughs> the kids will love it. It's a Muppet. Yes, let's do it. And then I was, I was hyped. I was so excited. I, she, I took my, my, um, my ex-wife and I went to eat at, um, What's that expensive restaurant in Beverly Hills? Mr. Chang's. I remember. I was like, oh, we you went Mr. Chang's. Rich, you, oh, oh, you out here yeah. balling. You, you rich, rich. I'm throwing money. Balling. <laughs> And then that never, I kept kept pushing it, and I, I made some wrong moves, and it definitely did. It never saw the light of day. But I they mean, took the idea, they took the idea and changed it a little bit, and they gave it to our uh, truth, little Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, we, we can't bring another black man nah, down on this can't. podcast. Nah. We'll do that. We can't bring whoa. down the first whoa, 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 ever twenty four. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not because JTG made a mistake. Vince saw money and said, "You know what." Someone else that who appreciates opportunity because if you read the book, he he he, he talks about Vince took him to the side and said it's a point to remember names. He didn't, so you messed up. You dropped the law, ball. Forty laws of you power. Know, someone else going to pick the ball up and slam dunked it. There you go. So, Chad, you just got to take your L's and learn from it. JTG, <laughs> that's it. JTG, give me three laws because I, I don't think a lot of people don't know about people who are listening to this podcast right now. 48 Laws of Power is a must. Powerful. Powerful book. Yeah, powerful. Give me three laws you think that being in the professional wrestling business, you should know. At least you should be following. Okay. One, the outshine master. That's one. Mm-hmm. Explain that. So explain that. If you're, if you're a rookie in the business and um, you're, you're new in the locker room and you, you want to get under somebody's wing, of course. Somebody's more. You want to get under somebody's wing who's... You know, for example, when I was there, you want to uh, 
get under someone like Booker T's wing or Mark Henry's wing. You know what I mean? They could bat for you mm. when you're new, when you're new. So that definitely, I don't know which law is that, but you definitely want to. I think it's law number wing. one, actually. Huh? I think it's law number one. What's that? Don't outshine the master. I think that's law number that's one. one. That's, that's one. Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't want to. Um, you know, you, you, like I said again, it's all politics. You don't want to. Um, like let's say some somebody who's over. You know, there's a lot of ribbing and jokes, and you don't want to. Of course, you want to. You want to come back, but you don't want to do it too much where you offend them. Like, oh, word. Okay, I was just playing with you. All right, cool. Wait. So, who then, was the biggest jokester in the locker room? When I was there? Yeah. Oh, man. During that time, everybody was ribbing each other. Uh, Umaga was a big ribber. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> rest in peace. Um, mm-hmm. Armando was a big ribber. Mm-hmm. Um, I that. Shelton, Shelton played, did a lot of ribs on in Shadow and Iron. We got to our... Uh, we, well, we reversed it, though. Um, <laughs> I mean, we got to be pulled up to the arena. And um, we pulled up to the arena. And then Shelton... Like, that's the, uh, then... For some reason, we were standing by another car, and he said, "That's the guy." And I remember Shelton said, "That's the car you guys pulled up. That's you guys rental car." And Chad, and I looked at each other like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we pulled up in that. That's all. Yeah, that's all. I was right there." When we came back, that car was um, was like feathered or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but the car was effed up. And then we got into another car. I was like, "That's not your car." <laughs> I forgot. I forgot who. Uh, I'm about to say whose car was, was that? Yeah, they had a lot of cleaning up to do. Oh shit! <laughs> wow. So what's the second law? Second law. So don't outshine master. Um, you definitely. Well, I don't know what law this is, but get get under somebody's wing. Um, uh, always change your look. You know, you don't want to keep the same look um over and over again. Which one is that? That's um. If I, if I know exactly. It's 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 um. Just no, friends reinvent yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Something about reinvent yeah, yourself. Yeah. Reinvent yourself. You know. Th- think about who did done that. CM Punk done it multiple times. Undertaker reinvented himself. Facts. Um, Bray, Bray Wyatt, exactly. Reinvent yourself. Um, have a cult-like following. That's one. That's another one. Um, mm. And like you said, be a be a spectacle. Make an entrance. Make people remember you. Uh, you, you just dropped some bombs, some oh, jewels, yes. some jewels so, right now. Question: Would you ever go back to WWE? To the E, Death Row. Like, <laughs> dead because you see John money, Morrison. It's all about the money, man. It's got to be. It's, it's about the oh, money. it's about the money, money, money. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> when, when I when I first went, it was more of a um, it was a dream. Um, I'm I'm I'm, I'm living my dream. I'm accomplishing a goal. Now I'm a business. I have more of a business mindset. I'm I'm thinking about okay, what my royalty is going to look like. Hmm. Um, how much wow. time off I'm going to get. Um, so you're trying to get my, the Randy uh, Orton contract? My hotel, what, am I getting business class? Like, what's what, what are the perks? Like money. <laughs> wow. From what I'm hearing, you guys are well off. Right. I ain't counting y'all pockets. Let me hold a dollar. <laughs> I'm counting quick. them. Let me hold a dollar. But <laughs> it seems I'm, like I'm, you. I might. I might. I don't, I don't like to talk about how much I make, but I'm... well, no. Well, well Shad does. <laughs> clearly, he does. <laughs> He clearly reminded I mean, us, like, I guess what? I don't need that check. I got plenty of I mean, checks. He got his own beard line and everything like I ain't, that. I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna say I don't. You know, I don't. You know, if the buddy, if, if WWE is listening, they and they, oh, you don't need a check. No, no, no. Let's talk. Let's talk <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said I actually, Chad, don't speak for me. I actually can use this check. It's fine. Just talk to me. <laughs> I know you gotta go, but please, please tell people about your new business venture. Yeah. 
Oh, right. So right now, my new business venture, it was not really new. I've been working on it for a long time. It's called uh, Airsay. It's a app, it's an app, mobile app that allows you to make audio memes, audio GIFs. Um, and just and I have a library, extensive library with hundreds of today's most popular sound effects. So you can record your voice and use sound bites and sound clips and sound effects <clears throat> with your voice while you're talking. So it's pretty much, I'm, I love telling stories. So it allows you to tell stories. That's something you like to do with your audience and, and gifts. Now nah, that's this, that sounds amazing, and also talk about your beard. Your beard, um, yeah, because your beard game is on yeah. point. You had coffee <laughs> as a commercial, dogs. Come on, B. Really, you out here? Huh? Coffee Kingston. I I seen that Addy oh, had on. Yeah, yeah. Come on, B. Your beard's looking crispy, dogs. <laughs> oh no, it does. I see. We saw it. Wrestlecade. I was like, oh, dang, this beard is on point. Yeah, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. I use my sexiest health beard care uh, <laughs> every day. I got beard oil, beard butter. I got oh. my uh, custom-made uh, beard brushes, uh, ball bristle beard brushes. That's the best uh, bristles to use for your beard because it's got the oil and it redistributes redistributes it or um, in your in your hair follicles. It's soft on your oh. skin, so it gets the it gets the the blood flowing. Uh, to keep the hair, the hair follicles growing. There's a, there's a science to this. It's a science, a science to this. Yeah. You can't be out here growing, trying to grow a beard and not have the right tools. So if you need tools, you come to uh, sahbeardcare.com. I'll take care of you. Oh. Mm. <laughs> we might have to get a promo code. We of might course. Have to of course. Can we get a promo <laughs> code? Yes. Yes. You know what? You know what? You know what? Let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. That's on topic, but we'll I'm just often. saying, like, I don't, I'm all about the hustle, so I'm like, listen, we can go ahead and She only dates... Oh yeah, I'm dudes heavy. with beards. Beard and, and games on point. Yeah, Shut security, up, stupid. <laughs> I work for the city, MTA. You know, oh god, here we go. Jobs, you know, anybody here want anybody want a city job here and a beard? benefits? Because they got benefits. Come on, and like, bald. Like, you love them. Listen, you got to be husky too. Bold. You got to be no, husky. You, you got to be husky with a beard and a city job. Mm -hmm. Oh god, and she's hollering at you. Stereotypical guys. So if we will talk business off off air, I'll I'll shoot you a text. We can figure something out. Oh, Lord. Anyway. But we have a large following who have beards. Yep. You know <laughs> you what know. I mean? One of the calls, Mr. Black, got an excellent go. beard. So because talk to me, dog. This, talk lady, to me. this lady sitting next it's to me right now loves them, and they love her. Oh, mm -hmm. God. Okay, okay. So we'll talk off the air. Anyway, last question, then, before we do let you get to, you know, because you got things to do. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta tell the, the I gotta tell the the listeners about this. <laughs> this man texted me, he said, Yo, listen, I ain't got shit, much though. time. I gotta go to this Christmas party <laughs> and get busy. Listen, free drink, so, free food, what's fit. Exactly. I, I like you guys, season. but but I gotta do I, I gotta go to this Christmas party. And he's party. celebrating his birthday still, so I don't blame you. But I'm still celebrating my birthday right <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> see typical New York, see typical Brooklyn nigga be like, actually I'm still celebrating, so it doesn't matter. But no, um we did speak about once again, if the check was right, you would come back. What is honestly a dream match of yours? Who would you have loved to wrestle if you had the opportunity? If Vince called you up today after hearing this podcast, I seriously think someone from WWE listens to our shit anyway. Yeah, yeah. But if Vince uh -huh. called you and said, listen, brother, because like, he probably done called you a brother once or twice. <laughs> he said, listen, brother, I want you back. Let's, not even saying WrestleMania. I want you to do a match, but I want you to tell me who you wanted against. Who would you pick? Hmm. Right at the top of my head. Uh, why not work my, uh, my friend and me, Kofi? You know, I think me and Kofi guys, we, we worked each other a few times. And, um, mm -hmm. I mean, we had some good chemistry in the ring. So, oh, yeah, would having a good storyline with Kofi. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Mm. Even though I'm not a really with the black-on-black -black crime. But 
I deal with it. <laughs> I, I think the promos would be dope. I can't let him go one year. If you just mentioned Kofi, yeah, how was that feeling when you saw him win the championship? Mm. What was your oh, feeling? Oh man, I was sitting. I was sitting in front row at front row at WrestleMania. I had to be there to see the homie win, and I was so happy for him. I was like fighting tears back. I'm like, nah, I ain't gonna cry. Nah, I ain't doing it. Nah, nah, nah. But man, <laughs> I wanted to because I was. It was out of it was out of out of um, happiness and joy. Do you think? Happy, do you think that they waited too long to do something like this, or was it the right moment? Um. It was for, it was definitely for the right person, but it definitely took uh, it definitely was a long time, long long time coming. But okay. they they chose the right person because Kofi's personality, he's very humble. Um, he definitely had the talent to carry it, and um, he was he was to me was a uh, was a very great champion. All right. Mm. Any other any other questions before we let him to go party it up? Um. <laughs> Turn it up today. Turn it up. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> listen, up. why not? Turn up for what? It's the holidays. But um, any other questions, gentlemen? I mean, we can do this again. This I don't feel like, you know, you are always a friend to the Jabba Tears podcast. You're a family member, part of the team. So you're always welcome yeah. to come back and Let's talk. Shirt. And that, he already got one. He already has a golden he shirt. He got one. We gave, we gave it to him at we WrestleCade. We gave it to him at WrestleCade. So he listen up. One. Listen up, JTG. That shirt we gave you is not sold. We don't sell that shirt. No. We don't. We don't. What? We only we give it to not. those so, that is a part of the family. So people that have the shirt is you is is um primetime. Uh-huh. Um a couple of dope indie guys. Okay. Um Ar- huh? Ariel Monroe, oh. Big Swole. Mm-hmm. She has one. got one. Nia Jax has one. Okay. So very few people have that black and gold shirt. Oh wow! So I'm not gonna wear it to the gym. Then I was about to wear it to the gym. Now you can wear it. You, nah, no, you can wear it. Nah. Wear it to the gym. Just you take can a wear that shit to the gym. Take, take, take a picture, picture and then tag, tag us. That's it. Because that'll be okay. dope. But then you see, for us, it's a branding thing. Come on, you, you and Mark, you a Come businessman. You understand this? Gotcha, I got you. I got you. If got somebody you. in LA sees that, they're like, "Oh, JTG from Crime Time. He went Jabba Tears. What's this?" And we about to get five <laughs> new subscribers because you wore that shirt to the gym. Because mm-hmm. every man goes to the gym. Um, by gotcha, the way, gotcha. um, keep July Fourth open. Correct. Yes. Hashtag July Fourth. Okay. Just keep that date open. <laughs> We got some plans. We we can't announce it yet, Not but keep yet. July fourth. Okay. It is it is Independence Day, so I'll try to keep it. Uh, we don't celebrate that as black people. That's you know, not yeah. That's not the black people Independence Day. No, no. But oh yeah, I gotcha. But it's okay. <laughs> 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 but it's okay. Once again, JTG of Crime Time, thank you so much for joining us here on the Jabba Tears Podcast episode. We do absolutely appreciate the urban legend in the building. Mm-hmm. Shedding some gems anytime, my love. You go and enjoy yourself. Be safe. Don't trust these hoes. And that is it. That's it. Thank you. All right. Have a good night, love. Shit. Yeah. All right. Are we hung up? All right. So. TLC. As everyone get you. TLC. I had a whole bunch of shit. There's a whole bunch of pay-per-views this weekend. Um, But as you know, once again. TLC fuzz. No. Nah, nah, uh, NWA Into the Fire is about to be fucking dope. R.O.H. We'll got, got a pretty good R.O.H. has a good card that actually no one probably knows about. So we're just going to run down I'm real quick. I'm not on there, so it's not fire. Listen, you're not on WWE either. Wait, Jay, Jay Lito's right? Exa- okay, then. All right, then. Be quiet. Sean Taylor? Exactly. Oh, Come on. Sh- Black X. Sean, Sean, Sean Taylor's losing, though. He's leaving. Yeah. Shane, Shane Taylor, yeah. Shane, Yo, Shane why you didn't spoil it, B, son? No, it's not spoiler alert. No, but he, he said he's leaving. His contract is up. Yeah. 
All right, but um, as everyone knows, ROH, um, if you are listening, oh, to, we're gonna drop. See, you're gonna drop. We're gonna drop this Friday, but today, um, Friday, December thirteenth is Ring of Honor's final battle. Fuck y'all, Ring this of Honor. Really? It's in fucking Baltimore, Maryland, where oh, yeah, it should have been in New York City because the last, I believe, two three years has been in New York at the Manhattan Center, and now this year it's in Baltimore, Maryland. So whatever. Oh, but they got a good card coming up. They got Roosh, who is the champion, versus PCO's old ass. Um, you got um the World Television Championship Shane Taylor, um versus Ree Lee, and then this is the match I feel like it's gonna be the match one of the matches of the night. You have the RH World Tag Team Champions of the Briscoes facing the team fire. of Jay Lethal versus Jonathan fire. Gresham. And as much as I love the Briscoes, I really, really want to see Jay and Jonathan really win this um title. Jonathan, Jonathan Gresham, he's um Jordan um Jordan Grace's, Grace's boy, husband. husband. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the best technical wrestlers right now in wrestling. I think he's the best. Don't care. One, I say one because I like to have a, a pot nah, full. Nah, nah, he's the best. But he's definitely dope as fuck. Um, and then you having a street fight. You have Mark Hackins versus Bully Ray. I don't understand why Bully Ray is on this card. Um, you got Matt Taven versus Vincent. I don't know who Vincent is, but it's cool. Then you got Marty Scroll and Flip Gordon of Villain Enterprises versus Bandito and Flamita. Oh, um, Bandito's on here. And yeah, and then this is the other match that I need everyone to pay attention to: Jeff Cobb versus Dan Moff and when I tell you Dan Moff signed to ROH few weeks ago but this match against Jeff Cobb it is his real first pay-per-view match and I need everyone in the New York City area that's ever seen Dan wrestle to support this man because it is super important that he understands how much he is loved in the New York City area so please make sure to watch that match and then you got Angelina Love versus Maria Maniac Angelina Love is gonna die I don't understand why this match is happening but this is Maria Maniac who once again she's been heavy on the independent scenes in the tri-state area she she has the man eater tattoo Across the stomach? Across. You've seen her at Battle Club Pro before. Yeah. And she's super young, but she actually is Teddy Hart's girlfriend now, too. It's hilarious. She's they have a whole YouTube. Her. Yeah, it's, it's going to be terrible. But Speaking of people who kill people, why don't the butt saw? What? I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. Super good question. I'm a star. And then, uh, don't stalk at that. Don't, don't announce that shit. And then we got some pre-show matches. I don't know why Dalton Castle's on the pre-show. I wow. think that's real disrespectful. But cool story. Um, Dalton Castle versus Joe Henry versus Silas Young and Josh Woods. And then you have Kenny King versus. Kenny Sun- King's still there. Yeah. Oh. They missed a buck on Kenny King. Kenny King won. He won the Royal. He won the Royal Rumble. Um, the Royal Rumble match. They had a super card and they did nothing with that. And I don't understand why. Um, and then ROH. Whatever. That doesn't make it any. I should run it. And then um Saturday um is NWA's Into the Fire first pay per view. Um, on once again, both previews are available on Fight App, so you can download the app and and purchase it on pay per view. Um, uh, but this card, honestly, if you've been watching NWA, um, Power on YouTube, you would have un- you understand the caliber, you understand the build up that they've done Ken to Anderson. get this card correct. It's Ken Anderson. I mean, yeah, Ken yeah, you're right. Kennedy, yeah, it's real. So we have Allison K, who I met at um. Was it the Evolve show or a Warriors? I think it was the Evolve show. Um, and I walked up to her and I was just like, I just want to let you know what you're doing on NWA is dope. I had to tell that in person because I think she's super dope. So you have Allison K versus Ashley um, Vox, who's a part of the Sea Stars. I got really excited when I saw her on TV oh, one wow. time. Versus two members of Melina's team. So if you haven't, if you've been watching Power, you've seen Melina come in um, and be under two two girls. I think they're adding another girl to it because I don't know, but I saw today that. My girl, Afro Latina, Miss Tasha Stills will be on NWA's 
into the fire pay-per-view this Saturday. Yeah, so shout outs to Miss Tasha Steele. She just debuted at HOG this past weekend against Violet. I love you, girl. I wish you all the best this weekend. Um, and then we have, which I think Loki is going to be the match of the, one of the matches that really, really going to push it over is the question mark versus Trevor Murdoch. Um, and if you don't know who Trevor Murdoch is, you need to go back to your wrestling shit and watch some good matches of Trevor Murdoch. And the question I'm mark is super dope. Um, why not? I think it's dope. But you got Eli Drake versus Ken Anderson, a.k.a. Mr. Kennedy, um, which I think will be dope. And then you have the um, Rock and Roll Express, who I do believe won the yeah, NWA did. tag they titles. They're, they're the tag team. They're the tag team champions. I don't know why they put the... Up. <laughs> it's prestige. I get it. Um, versus the Wild Cards for the NWA tag team championship. And then you got Cole Cabana versus Aaron Stevens, who is um, fucking... What's his name? Um... Sandow. What? That's his name at NWA is Sandow. But that's him. And then Ricky Stars for the NWA National Championship. This. I'm telling you. And then you have this is the match of the two night. out of three falls. Match of the night. Two out of three falls for the NWA World Championship. The 10 pounds of gold. You got Nick Aldis as champion versus you know James Storm. Yo, that nigga's like almost 40 or something. That he's, nigga, oh. No, he's not. He's younger than that. Oh, word? He's in his early 30s. Oh. It's from what I hear. Wow, he look good. good. No, he don't. He look old. He looks great though. Phenomenal body physique. Phenomenal, yeah, but he look yeah. old as shit. Um, the stress. But once once again, NWA's um into the fire this Saturday, and then last but not least, once again we got TLC. I don't know what matches on TLC. No, I I know a few. Um, the uh, which I think honestly will probably steal the night. You have for the um women's tag team championship. Oh yes, you have the a Kabuki. TLC, the Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte Flair and Becky That's Lynch. That's gonna be fire. That bro. shit for it for it not to only happen because I said it last week. I was like, if this isn't going, if this isn't the step up to getting at WrestleMania, Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Charlotte and and Becky for that tag titles, and they're they're missing the ball. But for it to be a TLC match is a different level to it. That shit is gonna be so shit fire. Shit is gonna be is. dope. Um, you also have which I don't understand because no title to it yeah Baron Corbin versus Roman Reigns in a TLC match don't understand why the fuck that is um, it really isn't and the build up the, the whole dog food shit it just was terrible it's a terrible taste but whatever um, what there's no difference pouring blood on people Nah, that yo. So I've been watching old Raws, as if you've seen on my Insta story, and I'm at like 99 because I go back and forth between 98 and 99. But the fucking bloodbath shit was dope because it wasn't like. It, it was out of nowhere. Like, you didn't know until yeah. the lights went on. Like, this dog food shit that they did on SmackDown a, a week or two ago. He's the big dog. That shit was dumb. Yeah. And, and waste of food. But like this. It wasn't for us. It wasn't for nobody. It was for the younger audience. If, no, if, it definitely wasn't. Listen. What young person wants to see it wasn't someone? It was for nobody. It was bro. for that nobody. Was I just feel this. It was done in terrible taste. It was terrible. Hold you on. I'm a dog, so you feed them. No, but you. No. Oh, um, just... the New Day versus the Revival. Um, let's see what else. So oh, I saw matches. Okay, hold on, I'm pulling it up. Yeah, so you got the New Day correct versus the Revival for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. You have Bray Wyatt versus the Miz, which is gonna be fucking dope because the shit Miz. I mean, I, I I actually look forward to seeing SmackDown this week to see well tomorrow on time to see how shit gonna go down because last week caught me. I was like, oh mm. no, it, it, it the best match is gonna be that Kabuki. Kabuki Warriors, like <laughs> I can't stand what y'all. they've done. They found a bunch of hood chicks <laughs> nah, that don't speak English. No, they're a bunch of no Japanese shame. hood chicks. Yeah, like I think Dre, Dre put it, uh, um, put it in, um, 
the group, he was like, yo, they fight like a bunch of Brooklyn girls. Because yeah. they come out of nowhere and they attack you and you be like, what the fuck going on? And then they don't speak English. And so this shit is even worse. And they just yell at the camera. It's all in the face. And then, and then this making all the facial the face. expressions like, you, there's another level of like, like when JTG was, just, we just spoke to him like, of charisma. Oh, Oscar has it. Oscar when, has When you it. don't know what the fuck somebody's talking about, but you understand what the fuck the person's saying is on another level of talent. That's just like when um, uh, Mr. Yaki-san used to always talk back in the day and we would talk in Japanese. You'd be like, what the fuck did he just say to them? To talking to Kaintai, you'd be like, yo, what the fuck did he just say? That shit was wild because it was so intense. Because I remember like there was one episode of um, uh, on was, what the fuck, what was, was, of SmackDown. Was it? Where, what, what? Raw, raw. My bad. <laughs> there, they were talking to each other, like Oscar and Kai were talking to each other, and mm-hmm. they were like talking to each other, going back and forth, and then talking towards um whoever they they, they were going up against, and it felt so disrespectful. <laughs> like I felt, they, I feel they, like anything. I felt they were blatantly disrespecting the people they were talking to. Like, there's like. I don't understand what you're saying, which is a little disrespectful, because you can, it, it's very like disrespectful to talk another language Somebody around people that don't know don't, the language. Don't, don't know it, but it was like no, niggas, y'all blatantly <laughs> disrespecting these people, right? And that's what I was like, yo, this shit works, because I remember when um somebody was telling me like, yo, have them just speak Japanese and watch them kill it, and they've been speaking Japanese and killing. I think it was it has to be Paul. Paul has to have a hand on that because. And then the mist. Some people are over the mist. No, I uh, like it. I I like it to a certain extent. Like I liked it. I I like um actual mist. Like the shit she did to Charlotte for the past two weeks back to back. It was a fucking. It was the fucking bloodbath. Like it didn't make any. Like she spat in Charlotte's face, and then it just seemed like the more Charlotte moved her hand, the more green mist was on her face. I was like, what the fuck is this? I still don't understand how you keep it in your mouth for the whole match. No, she doesn't. You have to like this. This you could. I could tell. There's moments in the match where she either like disappear, like right before she does it, and she might either like put a capsule or something in her mouth and then mm. does it. She doesn't wrestle the whole match with it oh. in her mouth. Come on, so you, you promise choke you, or something because she's gonna die. But you have to understand though, like I guess Charlotte. You, I guess with the miss, you push it, just take it and pin. Because you have when, when when like when like Tajiri used to do it, he used to just take it and fall out. They never, they never touch their face. But the thing about it, you sell it better that way. Yeah. So like, it, it sold better, like, but it just I, was too I, much. I, I, imagine, like, oh but, but imagine, like, somebody, like, legit does that to you, you're not gonna, just gonna fall down. You're gonna be like, what the fuck did you just do to me? That's why I feel like with Charlotte, it looks so much more. Yeah, it's just, because she's just, rubbing it, But it's not even just there. so much more, it's just, it's a lot of whatever the green I, I, I substance that shit is. come out. Yeah, no, it de- dead ass, and I would have been tight as a female. I'd have been like, "Bitch, I can't get this shit out of my hair. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, you signed up for it. Like, goddamn, yeah. you in WWE? You signed up to be. Like, but same, anyway, like the same way Charlotte be kicking people in their faces, right? Supposedly, supposedly. Um, and then you have Alistair Black. I think will probably be one of the matches of the night. Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy. Oh, they're gonna kill you. That's just gonna be. And fire. then you finally have Rusev versus Bobby Lashley in a <laughs> tables match. What do you fucking do? And then you have the Viking Raiders who, honestly, Street Profits, you know, shout out to Street Profits for coming out. Because, honestly, I really been wanting the Usos to come and be like, and then win and then take the tech titles off these niggas. But that just hasn't been it yet. 
Um, but shout out to Street Profits for coming out this week on, on Raw and accepting the challenge. I thought it was dope to have an open challenge for it the tag good. titles, too, because I was actually tired of them picking jobbers from whatever city they were in and then pinning them. Killing and them? then, yeah, just didn't, it, like, after a while, it's okay. But then you, if you're doing that on top of Rowan that comes out with the mysterious shit in the cage and having him face a jobber, it was just like, all right, there's too many fucking jobbers on this one goddamn show. Hey, it was just like so, when Nia Jackson brought Strowman. Yeah, but no, but yeah, but it was, once again, after a while, it was like, it's too many yeah. of this. It's too much. It's, um, it's typical wrestling stuff. You have yeah. to build up the build up the character shout to be a monster. Um, shout out to James Elworth. What? He listen. We don't mention that man on this show. <laughs> He's a nasty man. Shout out to the Brooklyn Brawler. Oh, the infamous, yeah. yeah. yeah Brooklyn yeah, Brawler is definitely know, like you know. I would love to interview him. Like, let's let's shout look to into that. Vega. Oh, how was your MLW experience? It was really good. It was really good. I got to ch- chop it up a low key. Um, so I'll say it on air. So, um, the the, the show was good. Talked to low key. He gave a lot of dropped a lot of jewels, and I was like, "Yo, thank you for everything." I know um, you helped out Finn Balor a lot, and then he turned around. He goes, <laughs> "I inspired a lot of people around the world." Oh, bars. And he turned around. But um, MLW was was That's dope. Some ghost shit. Yeah, MLW unfortunately returned to New York so long. Huh? I think he should have been bigger. Well, he does. He, well, Loki's Loki. Yeah, he, do, he does what he wants. He to does. Do. Yeah, that, he, that's a man that that follows his own drum to his own beat. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, but MLW returns to New York. I do believe in the summer of 2020. So stay tuned for that. Um, and then also AEW announced their first 2020 pay-per-view, which will be held in Chicago, Illinois. Surpriser. Um, February the 20. It's on Black History Third, I think. The 22nd or 23rd, the week before. Hold on, I'll give you all exact dates. It's not like exact shit. Uh, February 22nd, I was right. Um, in Chicago, Illinois, downtown Chicago, in the hood. The shit is in the south side. I don't understand what the fuck. I would have rather you had it in fucking Schomburg at that point. Um, but once again, the, um, AEW Evolution will be the first pay per view of 2020. Yeah, motherfuckers with their belts about to get robbed <laughs> again. You, um, you heard about Walter? Always say what? The thing they always say they. Uh, Something that they always say, people in Chicago. Um, I don't know. People in Chicago are great, but no, yeah. no, 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 no. They're pretty something, dope. That, something that um, my brother's making fun of them about what they always say. Um, I don't know. Think about it. Yeah, but Walter did get. Walter um, got his shit robbed. But I'm gonna give Walter his props though. His Wrestling stuff was robbed. Underwear. He wrestled in his underwear and barefoot. Yeah. Facts killed it. I didn't evolve show. Shout outs to Walter. My thing is, like, if you're gonna steal his shit, steal his shit. It's fine. Like, if that's what you're gonna do, but don't steal a man's passport. Like, yeah, that's his livelihood. That. I don't do, do that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just rude. You stole his title. Like, right. Like, you but know, you can't steal rock some it value, nowhere, though. But you can't, you gotta steal a nigga's passport. What you gonna do with that? You can sell the title. You can sell a title. You can sell some, shit You can sell gear Cause gear is actually Yo when we went to WrestleCade And this one had priced out some gear That shit is expensive Like I was like Some good gear Is some expensive shit But um But alright Um once again This weekend is heavy in the wrestling Make sure to watch ROH NWA And WWE TLC And make sure to come out To Legends If you yes, are in the Tri-State toy. area Our second annual Toy None drive toys uh, What? Uh, bring a kid toy would be preferable for a toy drive um but once again um we are we got two more episodes of 2019 guys yeah, we do got a whole new decade ahead of us um but stay tuned to next week um episode um and then um anything subscribe add us on facebook at the job podcast um and then anything else any other breaking news um battle club pro january 4th make sure to be there my best friend having his first match y'all 
Gotta be there. Buy a ticket. Tickets are on sale now. Um, as always, I am Janelle from HR. Here with Sir Wilkinson, Mr. Black, as they are on their phone. They they have checked out, and I'm going to check out too, because I'm yeah. tired. Um, but hashtag Black Excellence, hashtag we're out.